guys, on this week's episode of That's the Tea, I'm talking about Kim Kardashian officially filing for divorce, Shailene Woodley confirming her engagement, and Tiger Woods' accident. Also, new couple Lucy Hale and Ski Ulrich, and more baby news like Patrick Mahomes and Ellie Golding. Then I'll be recapping Downfalls High, Avengers Infinity War, Ant-Man and the Wasp, I Care a Lot, 911, This Is Us, and of course, The Bachelor. Keep on listening for all the tea. What is up, guys? Welcome back to That's the Tea. So happy to be here. Can't believe this is episode 15. Where has the time gone? I hope everyone had a great week and a great weekend as always. I truly did nothing and it was great. I hadn't left the house literally all week last week, like Sunday to Sunday. I forced myself to go out on Sunday just to go shopping because I literally did not step foot outside once. So, you know, I forced myself to go shopping and it was great. I didn't really get anything, but I had a great time. I put on an outfit, did my hair, did my makeup, just because going out of the house is a whole thing now, you know? I gotta feel normal somehow. I watched a lot this weekend. Um, I started reading a new book. I just started reading Hopeless by Colleen Hoover. I'm literally only like two chapters in though, so I don't really have much to say on it yet. But I want to finish it this week. I always finish reading Colleen Hoover books in like a day. I'm like, I am a Colleen Hoover stan. I love her writing. I just love the storylines that she creates. She always makes these books that are so good. And they're pretty much always romance novels. But then there's always some sort of twist at the end that just gets you. Oh, like you just can't put them down. I love her. So just started reading that. But other than that, I really don't have much to say. This was a pretty boring week in terms of pop culture news. Not that much happened. So this probably won't be a long episode, but who knows? I can ramble when I get to talking about movies and TV shows sometimes. Honestly, that's about it. Not that much happened. Honestly, you'll notice that a lot of these stories are just updates to things that I've talked about. But they're all still semi-interesting, I promise. Let's just get into everything. Okay, so the first big story that happened this week was Tiger Woods is recovering after a serious car accident. He was involved in a high-speed single car accident Tuesday morning in LA. It was reported that he was driving at a relatively greater speed than normal when his car crossed onto the wrong side of the road before veering off the road entirely and flipping multiple times before landing on a hill. So scary. He suffered significant orthopedic injuries to his right lower extremity that were treated during emergency surgery. Both the upper and lower portions of his tibia and fibula in his right leg as well as damage to the ankle bones and trauma to the muscle and soft tissue of the leg. So scary. I hope he's okay. There were no initial signs that he was impaired and many people said that wearing a seatbelt saved his life. Like they were surprised that he was even alive, honestly. This is just a very scary story. His team did report that he is awake and responsive. I just hope he's okay. This is so scary. The pictures of the car were very alarming. I don't know. As a golfer, his his leg, like, I don't know. This That could be really bad. I mean, he's one of the greatest, obviously. So prayers to Tiger Woods. Hope he is doing well. Also, speaking of one of the greats, we have 
an update to Shailene Woodley and Aaron Rodgers. So Monday night, Shailene Woodley was on The Tonight Show with Jimmy Fallon, and he, of course, asked her about her engagement to Aaron Rodgers. And he basically was like, I keep reading that you're engaged to football great Aaron Rodgers. Is that true? Are congratulations in order? And she was just such a creature and the whole interview, but she basically responded and she was like, I mean, I've been reading that too. And it's kind of funny. Like what kind of response is that? She said, yes, we are engaged, but for us, it's not new news. It's kind of funny. Everybody right now is freaking out over it. And we're like, yeah, we've been engaged for a while. Yeah. We got engaged a while ago. Like she was just playing it so cool and like coy girl you're engaged you can be excited about it it's not that crazy that people are excited about this and shocked because we didn't know even know that you were together like I don't know she was just being so weird about the whole thing and then she goes I never thought I'd be engaged to somebody who threw balls for a living like I never thought as a little girl yeah when I grow up I'm gonna marry someone who throws balls yeah it was just so weird like I don't know. I think she was trying to be funny, but it just came across like kind of awkward and weird. Like you're engaged to one of the greatest quarterbacks out there right now. Like he is one of the greatest quarterbacks ever, probably. I mean, I I don't know my stats, but still. And I feel like calling him someone that throws balls is so degrading. Like, I don't know. It's just weird to me. And then she also said she has never been to a football game. They met during covid so she's never got to go to one and then she said she's never even seen a football game and then she she was like I didn't really grow up with sports especially American sports so I was like especially American sports like I thought she was American I google her she's literally from California so I don't understand what she meant by she didn't grow up with American sports because I'm pretty sure her parents are both American too very strange and she was like yeah I knew he was a football guy but I didn't know what kind of football guy he was like the whole thing just made absolutely no sense she said they met during COVID but they've been engaged for a while I just need a timeline for this relationship because it's not making any sense you did get to see for like literally one or two seconds when she was talking the ring on her finger and it looked like a humongous rock like holy shit But yeah, just an update on them. So now we have serious confirmation that they are, in fact, engaged. And wow, I need pictures of the two of them together. Stat. Speaking of random couples, we have a new couple alert. Lucy Hale and Skeet Ulrich were spotted over the weekend at lunch, kissing, holding hands, the whole thing. Skeet is 20 years older than Lucy, but honestly, like, they're kind of a really cute couple. Just CW greatness. Obviously, Lucy Hale is most known for playing Arya on Pretty Little Liars, but she's also on Katie Keene, I believe, and he's Jughead's dad on Riverdale. Like, just so crazy. Mark this one under couples that I never saw coming, just like Shailene Woodley and Aaron Rodgers. Like, very interesting couple. I mean, he's so good looking. Obviously, so is she. He gives me Dilfy vibes for sure. He's he's 20 years older than her, so... I don't know. This is a very interesting COVID couple. I Another one that I want to know more about. I want to see more of them and just, yeah, I don't know. But also, side note, they totally called the paparazzi on themselves. Like, come on now, guys. All right, now we have a lot of Kardashian updates. First, big news. 
Kim Kardashian officially filed to divorce Kanye West after almost seven years of marriage. We all knew this one was coming sooner than later. Sources say it is as amicable as a divorce can be. And Kim is asking for joint legal and physical custody of their four kids. And sources say Kanye is fine with the joint custody agreement and they plan on co-parenting together. Apparently, there is also a prenup and neither of them are contesting it. Kind of sad. I mean, we've been seeing this in the news for honestly like years at this point that the two of them are on rocky terms. We knew that they were getting separated like a couple months ago. So this was just a matter of time before we found out that it was official. She officially filed sad but also can't wait to see who they date next very interested i can't wait to see a single kim honestly like we haven't seen her in a minute but as one kardashian gets divorced another one is in an engagement rumor that she created herself so this week chloe kardashian posted a picture for her good american shoes that are going to be dropping soon in the picture she's wearing a fat diamond ring on her ring finger like just very weird and the entire comment section was hinting at the ring like eyes and you know like being curious wondering if she's engaged and she was being so sus like not answering any questions that people had about what the ring was just smirky faces and hearts and just being totally weird overall I don't know I hope she's not engaged to Tristan like I really really hope that she is not but I feel like she's not but the way that she was handling her comment section was absolutely bizarre also I said last week that Kendall Jenner is launching her tequila brand called drink 818 and some people are very upset that she's launching this tequila company because tequila is a Mexican thing and she is a white woman from Calabasas. And I'm not gonna lie, this made me pretty mad. George Clooney has one of the biggest tequila brands out there. Everyone and their mothers that I know drinks and loves Casamigos. Like, hello, George Clooney's brand. Nick Jonas has a tequila company. The Rock has a tequila company. Thomas Rhett just launched his. And no one said anything about it then. But now it's a problem. I also saw that her tequila is fully made and distilled in Mexico, providing tons of jobs to Mexican workers, which is great. I mean, I do not know these facts, but that's what I read. I don't know. Everyone just needs to calm down sometimes. It's not a problem when all these famous guys do it, but it is a problem when Kendall Jenner does. That doesn't sit right with me. Lastly, apparently Kris Jenner filed a trademark for a beauty brand, which is very interesting. I think that she should totally make a skincare line designed towards older women because she has aged flawlessly and I'm sure so many people would want her tips and tricks that aren't Botox and fillers. I think that would be a good decision for her though. Next, we have some more baby news because that's all that it seems like has been going on during quarantine. Um, first up, Patrick Mahomes and his fiance Brittany Matthews, had their daughter on Saturday, February 20th, and her name is Sterling Sky. We haven't seen or heard anything else since then, but just a little update there. I love Patrick Mahomes. I think that I've said that on this podcast before, but if not, there you go. I love him, and now he has a daughter, so very exciting. Happy for them. Also, 
Ellie Golding revealed to Vogue that she is 30 weeks pregnant. Her and her husband found out in August around their one-year wedding anniversary that they were expecting. And while we're on the subject of her wedding, her wedding was so, like, regal, royal vibes. I loved it. Like, she just looked like she was a literal princess. But anyway, she says that she is so excited to be a mother, but also wants to make sure that she can continue to work and that she can't wait to go back on tour. Thank you, Ellie, because I love her music. She puts out great songs and, you know, if she just gave up, I would be very sad. Wait, I don't even know why. That just totally reminded me. I almost completely forgot that this week Daft Punk announced that they were splitting up after almost 30 freaking years together. I am like so sad about this. I don't know why they split up. There wasn't really much said. They have just put out some of like the best songs. They do Get Lucky with Pharrell. They do I Feel It Coming and Starboy with The Weeknd. They did One More Time, the like ultimate just feel good song. Um, What else? Just so many songs. And they split up after like 28 years together, which is so sad. I'm very sad about this split. Okay, the last thing before I get into, like, the TV and, you know, all that stuff is a little bit of TV news. It's not really a story, but it's kind of funny. So, on SNL this week, the host was Regé Jean Page. I might have pronounced that wrong, but, you know, the main star from Bridgerton. And there was a hilarious skit about driver's license. I encourage everyone to go watch it because it was honestly so funny. Basically, these really tough guys are playing pool at a bar and Ray J puts on his song which is driver's license and all the guys are making fun of him at first for it but then they secretly all know the song they know all the words and the love triangle drama the whole song is about they also just get into talking about Taylor Swift and Olivia and Josh and Sabrina the whole thing was just so great like it was really really funny Olivia and Josh both reacted to it which I just so appreciate So Saturday was actually Olivia's 18th birthday, you know, the one that Josh told her he would wait for. But anyway, she posted about it saying the skit was the best birthday present ever. She was losing her mind over it. She was just like so excited, loved it. Then I have to give major props to Joshua Bassett because he had a hilarious response. He posted a TikTok that was like, friend, you were on SNL last night. Then he goes to look up the clip and it shows just one clip of one of the guys saying, my bitch ex Gina is Joshua Bassett. And then he closes the laptop and Happy and Sad by Casey Musgraves is playing in the back, which is just a great song. But the whole thing was really funny and I give him major, major props for it because it was the best way he probably could have handled it. So funny. The skit was great. Go watch it. But honestly, yeah, that was all the news for this week. It was pretty boring. I'm not complaining about that. Just a lot of updates, you know? All right, now for the second half of this episode, all my music, movies, and TV recaps and recommendations. So starting off with my new favorite segment, we have Song of the Week. This week's Song of the Week is Everywhere by Niall Horan. Control. 
this song has truly been stuck in my head for honestly almost a month now not even kidding when I drove to Virginia at the very end of January I had a long drive obviously so I played his entire album heartbreak weather which I had never done before I've heard a couple of songs like a bunch of them have been on the radio but I never listened to all of it and wow this is such a good album like I love so many of the songs I honestly had a hard time narrowing it down to just one for this week's song of the week so don't be surprised if you see another one coming up soon the songs are all just so good like seriously go listen to it it's kind of sad but also a little funny because this album came out on march 13th 2020 which ended up being like the worst timing ever all his press became zoom things he couldn't go on tour like the whole thing i just felt super bad for him i have such a soft spot for him niall horan is my latest celebrity crush like I used to have a crush on him, but then he was kind of like put on the back burner for a minute. And ever since listening to this album, I am just in love and I can't stop listening and I have no regrets. So please go listen to this song. Tell me your thoughts. Listen to the whole album. Tell me your thoughts. I would love to talk about it with anyone. As for other music, we have New Music Friday. Every Friday when a bunch of new songs get released. So this past Friday... Ariana Grande dropped five new songs on Positions Deluxe album. Technically four songs because we've heard one of them already, but they were all like super short. They were all like two minutes. I, I feel like I was listening to them and they were over in a blink of an eye. I was like, wait, what? Like I had four songs to listen to. This should have taken me like 20 minutes, but it was only like 10. I don't know. I was a little disappointed that the songs were short, but they were all pretty good. My favorite is Test Drive. That is just the one that's sticking with me so far very good also Lottie Die by Nessa and Jaden was actually so good the TikTok world is just quaking at this collab Josh Richards you know his his bestie his girl and honestly it was very good like I was listening to it and it was pretty catchy so props to them for that but honestly not that much else came out or not that much else came out that was good meh Okay, let's talk about YouTube because as I mentioned, I've been falling back into a One Direction 5 Seconds of Summer hole and I don't regret it. And this week I watched the music videos for Wildflower by 5 Seconds of Summer and another one that I'm blanking on now. But the Wildflower music video was like filmed during COVID and it was really funny. You could tell they were all in front of green screens at their houses, which was kind of funny and, you know, just pertinent to the time liked it obviously i loved that song and i also watched both bands tattoo roulette with james corden and i knew who got the tattoo of one direction but i didn't know who got the tattoo of five seconds of summer but i did correctly guess it which i'm proud of myself for just very good content honestly but the other thing that i was dying to watch on youtube that i finally got around to was downfalls high if you don't remember it was like one of the first stories i ever talked about on this podcast downfalls high was machine gun kelly's like album in a movie music video kind of thing it was so good i really enjoyed it it was like 50 minutes long it basically just felt like one very long music video plus some story slash movie content behind it i don't know i thought it was really good Lil Huddy like 
did a pretty good job I'm not gonna lie it was weird seeing him and Sydney Sweeney from Euphoria together though like uh I don't know she's just everything of the sort and he is like not kind of sorry also this is so random but seeing him with armpit hair was very surprising to me like I just think of him as such a fetus that seeing his armpit hair was like very strange which is such a weird takeaway I know but Machine Gun Kelly is so so talented I really liked it I appreciated all the Travis Barker we got in it too I posted a video of them singing and like drumming to one of the songs and I posted this is Megan Fox and Kourtney Kardashian's dreams and like I thought that was really funny but apparently no one else did but whatever but honestly if you have 50 minutes and you like his music go watch it it was pretty good I I enjoyed it I did mention that I did a lot of watching of content this week so the next thing I watched was Avengers Infinity War so I have seen this one before I remember seeing it in theaters like three years ago and it is a very good one Thanos really comes into play in this one he's you know trying to collect all the infinity stones and then spoiler alert he does collect all the infinity stones at the end they start like disintegrating into nothing about half of the avengers and half of the world so the whole thing is just kind of crazy but i do love all the avengers movies because we get to see them together and i just love all that i spent my friday night watching this movie drinking wine in my bed i also this is such a game changer okay so I have a 2015 Mac laptop, which is not that old, but you know, it's, it's getting there and the volume just doesn't do it for me sometimes when I'm watching movies. So I connected a Bluetooth speaker to my laptop, had the speaker like right next to me because it just wasn't loud enough. And oh my God, completely a game changer. It was like my own fake surround sound experience in my bed and I thought that it was amazing honestly it was so good and then the next night or not the next night that was Friday night and then Sunday night I watched Ant-Man and the Wasp again created the ultimate vibe for this one no wine on this one but it was just like the most relaxing slash entertaining Sunday night I did a face mask I had teeth whitening strips with my jade roller as always I had a candle and my essential oil going my Himalayan salt lamp which is I always kind of have those vibes going when I watch movies I can't help it it just makes me feel good but this is a movie that I never saw before I was honestly a little confused because I kind of forgot what happened in the first movie and also the Ant-Man movies are just so sciencey quantum this and that that I get lost sometimes I was also so confused when the movie starts and he's on house arrest, but then you find out that it's from Civil War when he went to Germany to help Captain America against Iron Man. I just loved it. I don't know why I had so much anxiety the whole movie that he wasn't home and the FBI was going to catch him. It was just, uh, but pretty good. Ant-Man's like not my favorite, but I love Paul Rudd and he just makes everything so much better. The end credits is exactly where his part in Avengers Endgame starts because I have seen that one and it's like where he's stuck in the van because Hope and her dad both disintegrated into nothing which is exactly how Infinity War ends so you gotta watch the end credits of the Marvel movies people. If you didn't know 
every single movie has an end credit that kind of leads into the next movie. Speaking of Marvel, though, they just announced Spider-Man 3 is coming out Christmas Day this year, and it's going to be called Spider-Man No Way Home. I'm very excited about this. It's funny because Tom Holland, Zendaya, and his best friend, why can't I remember his name? But the three of them all posted, here's the movie title, and then they posted like three different names of the movies like home slice home wrecker and something else but then they announced that no way home is actually the official name of the movie so can't wait till christmas for that saturday night i watched the movie i care a lot with my parents it just came out on friday on netflix it's basically about this guardianship's abuse of power it's kind of like bad versus bad and you don't know who you want to root for because both sides of people are bad it's with Rosamund Pike, who is, she plays Gone Girl, um, Aza Gonzalez, and Peter Dinklage, who is just an icon. I love Peter Dinklage so much. The movie started off so, so good. I'm not going to give any spoilers, obviously. It got a little too crazy towards the end, which I hate. Like, I hate when movies just get really insane, but I don't know. That's my overall preference. Overall, though, it was a decent movie. The beginning was better than the end, but then the very end kind of made it a little bit better. I don't know. If anyone's seen this, let me know what you think. I've seen a lot of people have been watching this, so I'm curious what everyone else thinks. As for TV, Monday night we had 911, which was honestly a very good episode. It was about someone in the firehouse said the word quiet and he was new there and the word quiet is a jinx and every time someone says it they get like crazy crazy calls doing insane stuff lots of crazy stuff happened it reminded me of the full moon episode i thought that it was very good um the first guy who duct taped himself to the billboard just reminded me so much of jason nash when he was duct taped to david dobrik's wall if you know you know what i'm talking about if not doesn't matter the whole time my mom and i basically were just discussing eddie and buck which is typical and we love Eddie so much. And he finally asked out Christopher's former teacher on a date, which I'm so happy because I just love him so much. And he's so cute. That's about it for 911. Tuesday night was This Is Us. And it was all about the car rides home from the hospital after birth. So Rebecca and Jack come home with three babies. Jack stops off and gets a little shot of whiskey downs it and then tells her to drive home which I did not like and then Kevin and Madison are driving home she doesn't look like she just gave birth at all of course and he notices that a paparazzi is following them he freaks the freak out and then she drives home which is a pattern here um and then when they get home he officially asks her to marry him which was sweet with the hospital bit hospital bracelet so cute I like them together and I'm pretty sure they do last because I feel like we've seen her in the future, but I could be wrong. Then Kate and Toby was a little awkward. Their daughter Haley's birth mother says that she doesn't want any communication now and then Kate gets super upset. And then we find out that Toby got laid off, which is just very sad and typical for these COVID times. Randall and Beth loved the flashback. They stop at Dairy Queen, which was just hilarious. Like, why is everyone stopping on the way home with their newborn baby? And he keeps saying that he wants a third. He wants a third. And she was like, kept shutting him down hardcore. And then he goes into talking about his family tree because he was adopted. Like, he just wants 
to create his own family tree because he knows where everyone comes from, which was just so precious, so typical Randall Pearson in the best way. And in the beginning, we see this nurse and then she gets picked up and we find out that she's pregnant. Again, we don't know who it is. I had a feeling though and I was right, but I didn't I didn't realize till the very end though that these two people were Annie and Deja, Randall's kids. So Deja is the nurse who is pregnant and Annie comes to pick her up and then they go and they meet with future Randall and Tess at I believe Kevin's house and then someone pulls up and I don't know who it is. I wonder if it's Haley. They didn't say we didn't get a glimpse or anything, but the casting is so good. The people who play all three of the older Pearson girls were spot on. Last and kind of least this week was The Bachelor. It was Hometowns and it was a pretty boring episode, honestly. Um, it started off with Michelle. They had matching outfits. They did a cute bike ride and then they went somewhere and it was decorated like a classroom and all of her students were on zoom and it was so freaking cute I literally had like a lump in my throat she's just one of the realest cutest people that has ever been on the franchise and I just love her so so much her parents were precious just so real so cute giving her good advice I just loved it then we had Rachel's date. She picked him up, blindfolded him, and then they went skydiving, which honestly was looked so fun. Like, I want to go skydiving so freaking bad. And then we saw in the previews, she comes to a really hard fall, and it was, like, kind of scary, honestly. I'm surprised that she didn't get more hurt because it looked like she came down really hard. It was funny. Well, I shouldn't... No, it was funny. She was sitting there after she just like fell and her hair is a big mess obviously she just fell through the air and she has leaves in it and stuff and then one second later she's talking to Matt and her hair is perfectly brushed and straight and it was just funny it was just funny like who brushed her hair that quickly he had like this crazy realization moment where he didn't want to lose her which was very interesting the third date was Brie they did off-roading and her mom was just a queen. She reminded me so much of Kathy Najimi. I think I'm saying that right. She's the third witch in Hocus Pocus. She just looked so much like her for some reason. She was beautiful. Her sister was so cute and precious. I thought that Matt was like getting scared away at first, but then he said he wasn't. Her friend Brie was also gorgeous. Kind of confusing that they both had the same name. I loved her mom playing the mom and the dad being like, stern but also then like loving brie and stuff just she seemed like such a strong badass awesome woman and then last was serena they had a cute canadian themed hockey date honestly seemed like really fun her family was super cute again like everyone's family was very cute her sister said to her though like you don't seem smitten and she totally had a realization moment i don't know if she needed to hear that or Maybe after their yoga date, she started to feel some type of way, but it wasn't until her sister said it that it kind of like locked in what she was already feeling. And then she ended up sending herself home. And I really feel like Matt was going to keep her. He talked to Chris Harrison and Chris was like, yeah, she's been like high on your list since day one. He told her that it's intentional that he spent the most time with her. And I really feel like he would have kept her. I don't know who he would have sent home instead. But 
yeah, it was honestly kind of a boring episode. Like, I'm, I don't know. Next week is Women Tell All, which I promise you I will not be watching. I haven't watched Men or Women Tell All in a couple of seasons, honestly, and it's the best thing ever. Like, I do not miss it. I do not regret it. I will not be watching next week, so sorry, not sorry. And then the week after that is Fantasy Suites. Seems a little spicy. And then the week after that is the finale. So we are in the home stretch, people. I also saw a spoiler of who wins and I just like hate spoilers so that just totally kills my vibe for this season but whatever that was everything for this week thank you guys so much for listening I hope you all enjoyed it please subscribe and give the podcast a five-star rating and please just tell all your friends to listen you don't want to have friends that are out of the loop like I'm here to give you everything you need to know for the week you can listen anywhere that you listen to podcasts and you can follow the podcast on at that's the T underscore podcast on Instagram and at that's the T underscore pod on Twitter. That was all the tea for this week and I'll talk to you guys next Thursday. Bye. Bye.